I'm sorry I screamed. Welcome to yet another episode of the By Felipe podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Allison Stevenson. And I'm Alexandra Tweeten. And <laughs> we are just diving in. Let's just, just get into it. Yeah. Got a j- another jam-packed episode. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, real quick, what's going on? How are we doing here? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh a lot of stuff happened this weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where do we begin? I don't even know. Um, we went. I went to the LA County Fair with uh, my boyfriend and um, a bunch of his friends. And we saw the Brothers Johnson perform. Okay. But it was the Brother Johnson because the other one's dead. Um, what are they n- known for? They covered um, Strawberry Letter... 23 the Shuggy Otis song that's what they're most known for I mean that's the song that I knew them for wait what was that song it's like <laughs> it's like do 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 you know <laughs> what <laughs> no I don't know okay your cat I'm gonna is have like to all tangled <laughs> up in this <laughs> okay there we go <laughs> um I'll have to play it for you because I cannot sing right now. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> do, do. <coughs> Wait, what's the chorus like? It's like, um, oh my God, how does it go? <laughs> I can't think of it. You can't think of the song? Hold on. Yeah, you know the song. It's okay, like, whatever, anyway. It's from the 70s, anyway. I'm sure that's not the highlight of the, tr- <coughs> of the weekend. No, it wasn't. Um, But uh, it was... It was n- not the greatest performance. He like forgot the words in the middle and like kind of just like stopped playing his guitar. I don't know if he was like just old or like fucked up, <laughs> but could be both. Maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, that night we went back to his place and we we're kind of maybe a little bit drunk, possibly. Uh, Potentially, <laughs> yes. <laughs> And we were just drinking in his garage and he um, gave me a, he made this weird little ring out of soldering metal, (laughs) 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 like wrapped it around my finger. And so basically we're (laughs) pre-engaged. Wow. He made you a ring. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he he just like wrapped it around my finger, like while we were drunk. Um, (laughs) Damn. Did Um, he say this is? gonna be an engagement ring or yeah something? yeah i mean we we were already talking about a wedding and jeez louise i know it's uh moving pretty fast you guys wow we're just lightning fast barreling through all of the things that you do <laughs> how long has it been like um <laughs> well the first time we hung out was on saint patrick's day <laughs> okay <laughs> March 17th okay. or 18th or whatever. So <laughs> almost two months? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It sounds insane. Damn. It sounds crazy. 
<laughs> okay, but at least you're not like engaged, engaged. No, it's like no, it's not for real. It's pre-engaged. It's like to be engaged. Yeah, it's like we both decided that we're gonna. You guys are just in love. Yeah. is basically what it is. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Where I'm not engaged, but like officially, but like I probably will be in the coming. You're next both like few months. Or you're something. both wanting it to happen. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, we both just like agreed that like okay, this is what we're gonna do. Damn. Yeah. That's so. wild. And this is, I think I've talked about this before, but like I always see this happening. This is what I always see with certain couple, like a lot of couples where it's like they meet somebody and it just, everything lines up so quickly. Yeah. Like I've met people, I, I mean, I know people who like they meet someone and immediately are like, oh, like a year later they're like we're pregnant or whatever mm-hmm. just going through all these things so fast and i'm like I know. there's something going on where i guess that just happens it's just well when you meet someone and that you're clicks. so on the same page with them and like it's like oh do you want to do this yes i do <laughs> and so it's just like there's no resistance I don't know. yeah it just can just glide but yeah. then i see some couples where it's like they take years. They take years and I know. years. So it's like, what? What is that? I always I wonder know. what. I always thought that I would had I would need like a few years to get to know someone before I like. Mm-hmm. But and I still am getting to know him, obviously. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. We just work out so well together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have similar p- personalities. I feel like, and yeah, I don't know. It just, I've never met anyone where it, like, was so smooth. Yeah. And, like, easy. That's great. It's just so wild. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after the the many years of all the bullshit. I know. All the the ghosting and the shitty lying and the... I know. Take your pick, you know. We should have him on the podcast, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Let me grill him. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You should be not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just take a break. And what are your intentions? Well, we already yeah. know his intentions. Yeah. He, he has to ask you for permission. Yeah. Like, like my dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That would be funny. <laughs> be like, hmm, let me think about it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. Uh, but yeah, not I, that it matters, but he he has my blessing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you got to have your the friend's permission. Like, yeah. and I've met all of his friends at this point, almost all of them, and I could feel them judging me. Like, you know, like oh, not in like a bad way, you. but like yeah, being yeah. like who's this person and like is she good enough for our friend, you know? <laughs> And how do you feel like that's going? I feel like it's going great. Yeah. Like, they all love me. I could see that. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And, like, yeah, I I feel like I didn't really... I could tell that I was being put through tests, but, Mm. but like, I was like, this is fine. I like all of his friends. Like, they're everyone's been really awesome and so nice. So, and I was like, I could see our friends getting along together. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, if my friends and his friends met, like, yeah. So that's another important point. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Um well, shit. How was your weekend? Uh 
not as good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not in love with anyone. Mm. Um, well, I did have my strip show you were at. Yeah. Had the strip show on Saturday. That was good. That was a success. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, it was like definitely something that I was like freaking out about. So I'm glad we did it and it's over and... You know, now I can kind of chill until the next one. Yeah. And then freak out all over again. It's just a lot of like you got to promote all the goddamn know. time. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, but the night before that, mm-hmm. I went on a date. Oh. It was a second date. Mm-hmm. But I, did, I, don't, I can't remember if I, t- I, I don't think I talked about this, but um, this guy that I'd been on a date with like a few weeks ago, I thought it went decent like it wasn't an awful date but like we just didn't speak again Mm -hmm. and he didn't text me and this was Mm -hmm. me coming off of like trying to hang out with that other guy if you guys remember that whole thing where I was trying to like and he kept taking forever to respond and I kept being like what's going on yeah and so I was like I I shouldn't do this again with this guy Mm -hmm. like if he wants to hang out again he'll reach out Mm -hmm. I shouldn't try to force it yeah and I was just coming off of that. So I was like, I can't be pushy, Allison. Mm-hmm. I got to just chill. If he wants to, he will kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then a few weeks go by and I'm like scrolling. I'm like, look, you know, he, we don't talk. And I'm like, well, there's my answer. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't want to hang out again. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like on Bumble and I, I got on Bumble. Yeah. Through the recommendation of my friend. They were like, just try it. And I'm like, okay. So I'm trying Bumble again, even though it sucks. And that's exactly what was happening where I was like, this fucking sucks. I hate this. I don't want to talk to any of these people. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, I looked at Tinder again and then I saw him on Tinder again and I was like, you know what? I should just, fuck it. I'll just text him. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just text him. And so I was just like, hey. Uh huh. And he responded, you know, hey. And I was mm-hmm. just like, you know, I, I don't know. I felt like we had a decent date. I don't know if you'd be interested mm-hmm. in hanging out again, but, you know, I'm I'm down if you are, basically, is what I said. And he was like, yeah, I felt the same way. I thought we had a good date. Like, I'd be down to hang out again. And I was like, hmm, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and that's what happened. We hung out again. And it was pretty good. Nice. You know, and we kind of talked about it a little more where I was like, yeah, I didn't want to, like, be the one to reach out. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yeah, well, honestly, I like, I guess I got into my own head about it. I thought maybe you weren't interested. Like it was just mm. like a miscommunication, I guess, of yeah. vibes. Yeah. Um, and then the vibes were like pretty good and we like made out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, I would actually prefer you to kind of be like mm. pushy or whatever. See? And I was like, well, well, I got that you, unlocked. You're, uh, yeah, you're, you're in luck here because I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess now I'm gonna like try to be a little pushy with him and see, see how that goes. Okay. But it was a decent second date, and you know we established I think that we like want to hang out again. So cool. Who knows? Well, that's like the perfect type of person for you is someone that you can boss around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 more or less. Yeah. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. I haven't texted him since, and I'm a little, he, we haven't talked, and I'm like, is this how it's going to be, though, where I always have to be the one to initiate? Mm. I don't know. Well, maybe that's good for you. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, it It seems what that's what I'm always doing and gravitating mm-hmm. toward, and I literally just talked so about like, it in therapy. Just let yourself do it. <laughs> let myself do it, and I guess 
the right person will be like, yeah, this is what I like. This is yeah. the dynamic that I like. Where yeah. I'm like, but then uh, I don't know. But then again, it's like, but if you like somebody, you want to talk to them, right? Yeah. So it's like I, I conflicted. I'm conflicted. Well, we'll see how it pans out. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Because I mean, after you. I, I assume like now he'll be more likely to reach out to you too. We'll see. Hasn't talked to me since. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, it's only been a few days. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll probably text him today and be like, what's going on? But like, yeah. Hmm. Vibes. The fact that we had that date and I was wrong in my initial assessment Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, I guess he wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh no, actually, I'm like, I just kind of have anxiety, and I didn't really think that you were interested, so mm-hmm. I didn't bother. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, so miscommunications or things like that can happen. Mm-hmm. It makes me think of all the times that I didn't text somebody for those reasons, and then maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I, that's the the thing is like sometimes you don't know, and you just gotta ask. Yeah, just find out. Just yeah. just ask them. <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad I did. We'll see what happens, but at least I got my answer for that specific yeah. situation. Yeah. And I feel like so much so much of the tone gets lost in text messages too. Mm-hmm. So you can like take things the wrong way and like oh, don't definitely. know what unless you're like actually talking to them, it's kinda hard. Yeah, hundred percent. Um but shit. All right. Well, we had very different except for both being at the strip show on saturday yep um but that's you know that's all good stuff i'm feeling a lot of good vibes right now and let's let's keep those good vibes going yeah uh with our guest who we have coming up right after the break sounds good And we're back. This week we have our good friend, Lane Moore. She's a comedian and author of the book, How to Be Alone, If You Want to and Even If You Don't. Uh, welcome back, Lane. Yay, thank you for having me. It's good to be back. Yeah, I'm so excited to catch up with you. I know, same. I really, every single time we collaborate in any way, it really feels like people who started doing this work like at the same time which is so eerie because like I didn't know you then but like the the path is like very similar which is cool yeah um how is it going like uh are you you're working on your second book right now yeah I'm I'm working on my second book and it's it's good I think I don't know it's like it's just yeah it's that weird part of writing it where you go through those circles or at least I do where you're just like I don't know if this is any good. Oh my God, this is like really good. But I don't know if any of this makes sense. Maybe it's not really good. And then like, I I literally have moments where I'm like, did I write anything? Did I just black (laughs) out? And there are a bunch of words like, I don't even remember what I said. And then you go through them again and you're like, I wrote good stuff. Like it just goes in that weird loop, you know? But that's I think that's just my process. I, I want a different process. I think there should be one that doesn't involve me being like, do I know how to write? Am I a writer? And it's like, yeah, it's your second book, probably. If you could just get a ghostwriter. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'd want to do that, right? I know. I think that's probably what most people's, pro- a lot of people's process is. They're just like, you know what? I skip all that. 
I have somebody else do yeah, it. Put I your trust face them. on it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like, these I'm are things. Take all the credit. Yeah. The book, what we call <laughs> things we think Lane might have said. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, yeah. What, what's this book about? Um, it's going to be called, uh, you will find your people. And it's a book about friendships because we don't ever really talk about how hard it is to make friends as an adult and like actually have healthy friendships. So kind of a sequel to how to be alone. Like if you've, you know, done all the work on like yourself and figuring out your stuff, then you have to like learn how to have relationships with other people, which is worth it, but it's can be exhausting. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. I know. Um, <laughs> how's your, how's the, well, you probably haven't been dating since you're like writing your book, but I don't yeah, know. Right? Have you? <laughs> um, yeah, here and there. I mean, I think I, I think I just, I don't know. I think I just kind of took a, took a second where I was like, if it happens, cool. If not, like, I think I just started feeling like, oh, I just want to have fun with people because I think that that can be really hard to do if you're somebody who like wants a relationship and wants a deep connection like you can kind of forget that you're allowed to also just have fun with people I think I think it's tough because like I just want to have fun has been co-opted by fuckboys. Yeah. Like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so it's like I'm hesitant it's to totally say that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And like a lot of times hooking up with those guys, it's not fun. It's not that they're like <laughs> yeah. there's I want to have a mutual fun. Or at the very least <laughs> yeah. one where like I get my fun needs met. But I think yeah. for fuckboys, they're like, I wanna have fun. And by that I mean I require everything of you and I will provide nothing. Right, right. Exactly. Like, I just want a nut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like let me say. have sex inside your body with nothing in it for you. To me that's chill. I'm like, yeah, it sounds <laughs> sounds chill, Joff. Oh yeah yeah <laughs> so what do, what do you mean by fun then <laughs> I just mean like I guess just like not putting it's so tough because again these words have been co-opted by fuckboys but just yeah. not putting the pressure on it for it to like be my soulmate and kind of let it develop a little bit more because I've been somebody who has always been like a relationship-minded person um But that can be tough if like, you know, sometimes when you're on dating apps and stuff, you're like, because there's so many fuckboys that you're spending so much time weeding out the fuckboys, even on the so-called relationship apps. Come on, let's let's they've infiltrated those two. Yes. Yeah. Um, Nowhere is safe. Uh, But but so you have to spend all the time like filtering through and being like, what are you looking for? What are you? Are you a horrible person? Like trying to spend all that time. And it's tough because nobody can really like necessarily guarantee you that like they could somebody could just as easily know the right things to say and be like I'm looking for a relationship I want something deep and then treat you like garbage right. yeah. so you and know, I feel like taking that pressure off. I feel like the fuck boys too they like purposely leave it like or say like oh yeah maybe Whatever I'm happens. down yeah. maybe I'm d- I might be down for a relationship but like th- it's yeah. only because they know that if they say just looking to hook up they're not gonna get laid yeah yeah that's what i'm saying so it's like you have to you know and realizing that like that didn't necessarily work for me either and also you know sometimes you meet the people who are like i actually want a relationship and 
they mean it, but then when you go into it, you're like, oh, you don't have the tools to be in a romantic relationship. You're actually not capable of that right now. I am always like, I feel like 95% of people on dating apps like should not be dating. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Like at all. <laughs> at all. Like... No. I'm I'm completely with you. I'm just like, <laughs> he, like the number of people who I'm like, oh, you think you're this guy and or or really any gender uh, mm-hmm. as someone who's seen it from like all sides. You think you're this type of person. You think you're looking for this type of thing. In actuality, you are this type of person and you require this type of thing. You just yeah. do not know who the hell you are what you want and like you know we've all been there at one point or another yeah. it's like no judgment but it just sucks I know because then you feel like not only am I trying to figure out if you're a match for me I'm trying to figure out like what you don't know about yourself it's yeah. exhausting yeah yeah that's so real like I yeah. can't it's so horrible and then you feel like an unpaid therapist you're like yeah Jeffrey from our sessions I'm really going hard on Jeff's today but like from yeah. our sessions I have realized this is actually who you are like now yeah. I've like solved their life like I'm out yeah yeah I literally just like three weeks ago I, I hooked up with this guy it was like one of the last times we hooked up and I like ended oh. up that at the end of the night I ended up having to like read sections of attached to him about the avoidant attachment style. And I was like, I'm literally reading you a bedtime story right now. And it's <laughs> about your about your patterns, yeah. attachment style. And I'm like, this should not be happening. This but, is not But I no, I agree with you. So when I say but, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with any of that. What's so funny is it seems like it's only like women doing that work like like can you imagine like going on a date with like a cis dude and he's like he's like you know what Wayne I've been thinking about it and I think you have an anxious attachment with complete love and respect here are some resources but like that would never happen women like women and folks are like we're doing the most to like help these men who do not deserve it will not and a lot of times aren't even at a place where they can like receive that yeah. So, yeah. Whatever. Oh, but I have been babo- bamboozled. Like, oh my god! Because... I thought you when you said that I was like, you've been babooned. Is that a new Baboon- thing? What's <laughs> happening? The hot new term. I'm yeah, ba- yeah. I'm very. <laughs> I was like, very... oh god, what's happening on the West Coast? What would that it's even be? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't want to experience no new dating terms. I yeah. can't. I can't take it. Can't be ghosted or baboon or orbited. I can't. We have enough. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. I'm very tired today. No, Uh, same. I loved it. You've been bamboozled by how? Yeah, but bamboozled by a guy who talked about attachment theory. And, um, you know, I think I told you about this one. He was the the nurse um, who lived far away uh, earlier, well, last year. Um, anyway, he would talk about attachment and he was like, yeah, I, I tend towards having like an anxious attachment style. And like, we talked about it and I was like, okay, well, as long as you know about it. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like actively like trying to be secure. And what ended up happening, obviously was he got, he freaked himself out and, you know, broke up with me. But I was like, is this your anxious attachment style? (laughs) No. Happening. <laughs> well, okay. I like you and know. Was like, well, that sounds avoidant, actually. Yeah. I was gonna I, say. Sorry, I sorry. take avoidant? issue with this. Sorry. I mean, I meant the other way. Uh, oh, he said avoidant. Okay. Avoidant. I was like, avoidant. I was like Not bullshit. Anxious. Anxious. An anxious attachment would never leave yeah. you, even no, if no, you no, were, no. like were abusive. We are yeah, like, yeah, yeah. please come back. 
Yeah, like, yeah. We don't Sorry. need anybody. <laughs> no, no. He was um, <laughs> avoidant, avoidant. He identified okay. as avoidant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but I was like, oh, because you, you like know about these things. But you know what? I was like, have you read the book Attached? And he hadn't. I think he just like learned about it from like Instagram therapists yes. or something. I think that's the stage it's in right now is like yeah. you're like half listening and half like, you know, like seeing the infographics and stuff yeah. and they're like okay women want me to know about this yeah is like the vibe i feel like guys are kind of like catching on to attachment yeah. theory and like they're they're learning the words but like it's different than actually doing the work well so okay there's so many thoughts i have on this uh obviously <laughs> also yes. um I mean, I don't know if this is going too deep, but I noticed the person you're talking about follows me, so it's possible he learned it from me. Um, <laughs> just so, oh, wow. Just so, oh, my God. Just little, Watch out. Watch uh, out for him. <laughs> no, but you know what? The, the, so Do the not thing let is him this. slide in those DMs. But the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, because I, I think that there's, so there's two, there's two sides to this. One, yeah. You can know that that's it and like not know what to do with it or not yeah. know what that means. You know what I mean? Because I've had people who've been like, oh, this is what I struggle with. But like at the end of the day, mm -hmm. like unless you're doing hardcore work on yourself, which yeah. is like something I always talk about when I talk about attachment styles and stuff like that's that's your responsibility. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't just like stop it. Like this is what I have. Anyway, yeah. see ya. Like if, yeah. if I leave, that's why. It's like, yeah. no. And to be <laughs> fair, most people don't do that kind yeah. of work. Right. It's not just yeah. men. It's just it, maybe it happens no. to men more often, like probably more than women. But I mean, my whole twenties, I wasn't doing any of that shit. So <laughs> it's a it's a it. good. That sounds so much more restful, though. I feel like I've been doing this work since I was a kid, and I'm so tired. I know I'm probably know. like long term better for it or yeah. whatever but like at a certain point you just kind of want to be like what if I was allowed to have fun at some chunks of life yeah um whatever it's fun I didn't want that to sound like a bummer but if you're doing that like I'm just saying like I don't know there's a case that could be made for like oh I wish I'd started doing this work sooner and a case being made for like it's exhausting. Sometimes it's sometimes better to can, do it later. Sometimes you yeah. can take a break also. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't fault yourself for not doing it. It's like a whole thing. And then I think that that becomes its own thing too, where it can also feel kind of isolating because I've talked to a lot of people who are in their like 40s, 50s, what have you. And they're like, oh my gosh, you're doing this work so much earlier than I did. I did it at this time. But, you know, it can also feel really like, alienating doing that work in your 20s and 30s when like nobody's doing that yet mm -hmm. and you're like oh sorry I'm like retreating from everybody I'm trying to heal from a lot of trauma and like make myself a better person when like mm -hmm. that's largely only cool when you're like 50 <laughs> like, that's when <laughs> most people get to it right it is interesting though because and I'm wondering what you make of it because it, it, yeah. I feel like the way that you're talking about it, it's, it's a lot more intense than probably what the cat, like the the normal, you know, like the average person would be defined as like doing the work, you know? Yeah, and yeah. I feel like there's True. so much on social media right now that's like kind of giving like quick lessons on things. Like a lot of like, here's yeah. what this means or like, here's what, you know your shadow or like inner child work and things like that everything's yeah. just like in these cute little infographics and maybe some people think that's enough and that's like all they need to know 
So it's like interesting to me because it's like I think more people know about these things now and yeah. have yeah. like a sense, but aren't delving deeper than what they're just seeing, you know, in quick little bites. Well, okay, so and it, it's this is what it made what you just said also made me think of um when we were talking about this earlier um with the the avoidant um <laughs> as they will be known in caps yes. um so when so like if, if people don't know um in my first book how to be alone I talk a lot about attachment theory as it relates to like my own life as I've seen it in my own relationships which I found was like such a helpful way to take it like the scientific portion is good, but like I have ADHD. I wasn't really able to like read a bunch of graphs and stuff. But once I started like taking the attachment theory and like looking through my relationships throughout my life, it made like a lot more sense to me. And I say that because um, after How to Be Alone came out, I went on dates with people who had read How to Be Alone and really loved it. And I just assumed that because they'd read the book, because it resonated so deeply with them, they had done the work on themselves mm. on in terms of attachment theory, in terms of, and also because in the book, I talk about my own attachment theory. Yep. I talk about what I want in a relationship, what I need, not just want, but literally need. Yeah. I talk about love languages. I talk about all these things. So in the right hands, it's if my soulmate book. read this, yeah. yeah, if my soulmate read this, it is a yeah. great like how to court lane yeah. book. So I just assumed that these people would be like that. But the number of like avoidance or like, you know, people who are just like kind of like nagging you or just like weird stuff like that. And it was such an interesting, I say interesting now at the time it really yeah. pissed me off, but it was, it was such an interesting way to look at it of like, oh, you can have somebody who has read these things, who has digested them, who has seen it resonate so deeply with mm -hmm. them but they're still not fully seeing how it plays into their life and how maybe they think that they have a better grasp on it than they do, mm. which like, again, I have, I have empathy for, I, I think there's, there's periods of time in my life where I thought I really understood something and there's always deeper layers to it. But I do think there's, I'm more mindful now just because somebody says they know their attachment style, just because somebody says yeah. they really loved my work writing about this, whatever, doesn't mm -hmm. mean that they fully are, are able to show up for me in that way. It does not mean yeah. that at all. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because you wish but it did. In a way, do you think it's almost worse than them just like not knowing at all? <laughs> <laughs> kind of because it's yeah. so, because you, it's like you a know, red herring. It almost feels like... more like a ruse, like more like a like more hope is attached there or excitement or something, you know? Right. Well, it's the same thing with like I think we all want like a cheat sheet with somebody. We all want to yeah. know that like like for me my first cheat sheet was astrology. It being able to like, oh my gosh, I know someone's sign and you know, at the time when I was a kid it was like just your sun sign, that was enough. And I was like, "Oh good, if I meet someone who's this sign, they're going to be compatible with me, they're going to be great." Like you want there's so many people in the world and we want to like find love and have connection. Yeah. We want to know there's like, Oh, well that's a good start. And then when you have like the attachment stuff and Oh, someone's in therapy, like, but we want to believe these are all like, Oh, we're going to have a great mm -hmm. relationship. You're going to treat me really well, yeah. but it's just information. It actually yeah. doesn't, 
it doesn't mean you still have to like know the person at the end of the yeah. day get to know yeah, them. yeah. and yeah. that person has to be self-actualized and like even if they're yeah. in therapy you, they might just be talking about surface level shit every week and you don't even know yeah. if they're like actually doing anything 100%. the eyes are wide because the number <laughs> yeah. of people i have known and dated who are like i'm in therapy and i was like great and then oh, it's a good start but but is it? Because sometimes it's not. Uh, the most <laughs> chilling thing that I had heard from someone that I used to date, and I would not be surprised if either one of you or both of you has dated someone who has said this, um, because if you've ever dated freaking performers. Um, but <laughs> they said to me, they were like, oh, you know, I don't really talk about anything real in therapy. I just like to make my therapist laugh. The reddest flag! Oh, the reddest no. flag! <laughs> I like making my therapist laugh too, but like, I, that's a point zero zero one percent of what I want out of that relationship. Oh my god! I yeah. just use my therapy as uh, my personal like stand up. Like an open mic. <laughs> open yes. Mic. I was like, that that's like. But I hear people joke about that a lot. They're like, oh my god, I just like, I just want my therapist to think I'm cool, and I'm like, I think everybody does, but like, there are some people who are literally just going to have somebody be like, I think you're great. You don't even need me, but keep paying oh, yeah. me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so. Very, then you have those people saying like I'm in therapy. Like that's not therapy. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm alarmed by some of the like the ways that some of my friends talk about their therapists. And in, I don't know if it's like this in New York, but in LA, it does feel like so many people are therapists now. And it's like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like it's just we. And a lot of them are like former actors and things like that. And it's just like, which is fine, but it's just like like they're texting like their friends, and I'm just like. I don't know. I don't think a therapist should be like that. I think it's like it should be a much more clinical like this is our one hour to talk. <laughs> We're not like sharing memes with each other, you know, like well, it's it's tough because I think there's like I think there's two sides of it. Not, you know, it's like there's a certain element of that that I think is so helpful of like having support from someone who is been there and like god knows i've had so many horrible therapists so there's like there becomes there's this like kind of a gray area in the middle of like some therapists are really bad and some friends are really helpful but i think what you're talking about of just like it could be like the blind leading the blind also i think that's what you're talking about where it's like oh you're both actually like probably have like similar blind spots and you're like yeah. just kind of affirming just like you're doing, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like oh no and it's just like you're just talking to a friend at that point and it's like it's great to talk with friends but like the point of a therapist is like they're supposed to take you out of the little bubble that you're in where everyone already does the things that you know I, I just see some of these interactions and they do make me yeah. cringe a little but also my therapist is like a man in his 70s or like late 60s oh my and God. I love it. And he really he does gives not, it to her. He does not think I'm funny at all. I don't even try to be funny with him. He I wouldn't get it anyway. I've never, I, I think I've maybe no. cut like two jokes the whole yeah, time. I've been with him for like four laughed. years. Same. Yeah, I've been with my therapist for a long time. She's maybe laughed once or twice and it was always a surprise, but I'm not like trying bits on her. I'm mostly no. like crying and angry and like, and if anything I say that's funny, it's like accidental. The yeah, way you yeah. would as a kid when you were like telling a sad story and your friends laughed and you were like, that was not so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a moment for me. That was a cry for help, if anything. Thanks for thinking I'm funny. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Uh, but 
you know, but she knows it's, she's able to like hold both sides. But yeah, the fact that some people are just paying a therapist or whatever to like tell them what they want to hear is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I, it scares me. I think there's a lot of that happening right now. Yeah, I do too. Well, and it's also like, I don't know, it kind of sucks. I always wished with like, you know, people I've dated or whatever who like definitely had therapists like that from what they told me. You always wish that their therapist will be like, hey, can you, can we have like a real session? You're a horrible person and it's okay. Like, let's talk through it. Like, I just always wish he would call them on yes. their shit. Yes. Yes. I'd be like, can we cut through all this? Cause like, you never did talk you, about anything real. You know? Did you know that you're a narcissist? <laughs> like, yes, that's literally <laughs> like literally because with this person, I was like, this person was like horrible. And just every week going her like therapist making making her laugh. And I was like, mm. can we like you're hurting people? Like, <laughs> I don't love <laughs> that. That's how you're using this when you're like really a, like a scary person. But <laughs> At least they're in therapy. No. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Basically, so, in brief, it's just not enough to say you're in therapy. Yeah. Not yeah. anymore. It's not a. Yeah. You you think it is, but yeah, exactly. Like ther- therapy means something different to everybody. Because you even hear people say like, "Well, have you talked about that in therapy?" And they're like, "Oh no, I could never talk about that in therapy." And I'm like, "What? Like yeah. <laughs> that's what it's for?" But like again, everybody. Yeah, has it has a different idea, I think, of it, or is only ready to deal with certain things. That's really what it comes right. down to. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think is you what What do you consider like doing the work or like doing the hard work? Like, what does that consist of for you? I think it's. I mean, there's so many things, but it's like realizing your patterns, realizing your limitations, realizing you know the parts that you're responsible for, the things to look out for, realizing the things that are unhealthy um, that you do, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's it's so easy to just be like, everybody else is the problem. And it's not that, yeah. you know, other people aren't part of the problem and there aren't shitty people mm-hmm. out there, but like, you have to really take stock. And it's not like, yeah. I think when I heard that, those types of things when I was younger, I internalized them as like, <gasps> oh, I have to realize I'm bad too. And I don't like it framed like that Mm -hmm. because I wasn't bad. I'm not bad. I don't think it's about that. Yeah. It's not, it's not like saying that it's bad, but it's like accepting it and taking responsibility Mm -hmm. is the hard part. (laughs) Yeah. Like truly, but like truly not like beating yourself up about what your patterns are. Yeah. Right. Cause they all like so many of our patterns come from, our childhoods and trauma and all these things. And like, so that's all of the, so much of what I write about is like the things that I have learned from doing the really hard work myself and being my own therapist for years, not obviously in the way where I was just like (laughs) texting a like-minded friend, but like really being with myself and looking inward and being like, all right, how do we tackle this shit? Because I know myself really well. And I like, I'm pretty good at being really real with myself, I think mm-hmm. is something that not a lot of people want to do or interested in doing. And yeah. like, that's okay. I, you know, hopefully they'll get there. That's all you can think. Yeah. But, it's yeah. just about finding someone who's also done the same amount of self-reflection and like knows where they are and where they're, where they want to be going. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah. so hard to find other people that are on that same tip. <laughs> That's literally it. And it's like, even if, even if the three of us like put out an app 
that was like just for people who did that, it would quickly become infiltrated with people who think yeah. they've done that and have yeah. not. So like, there's yeah, no, exactly. there's no, anytime anyone's ever been like, Lane, make a dating app that's better. Yeah. I'm like, that will never it, happen. It right. doesn't because work. <laughs> what am I going to do? None of like, them work. <laughs> we're going to meet with people one-on-one and be like, are yeah. you dateable? Like, I, yeah. what? who has that Ooh, time? That would be great. If we, if the three of us could, <laughs> could like admit people onto the dating yeah. app, but you had to be. <laughs> approved right. by yeah, us approved by one well, of we'd yeah. have to like we'd actually we would have to date them first I yeah think, is how we'll all have to date you and sleep with you it's like a sister wives thing yeah. but we're a committee and then we release you yeah and then we release you to go have sex with others it's kind of that has kind of like a 70s cult vibe i like this for us i think we could have robes i yes. don't know Yes. I don't know. Um, we're starting a cult. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, we're starting a cult. So subscribe to our cult. <laughs> like and subscribe to our cult. The, our years so. of therapy has led us to this conclusion that, that we, we should must start a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't see. I mean, honestly, I don't think it would be any worse than the majority of dating options we currently have. To be honest, I just don't. How? It would be it would be different. It would be a it new idea for once. Real, yeah. Real, <laughs> That's all that we different. really need. That's all that anybody needs is just a new idea. If anybody can offer up like a palatial rural estate, <laughs> yes. uh, for us to for us to have our sexual testing. Oh god, this is just getting like darker. <laughs> well, I will backtrack. <laughs> I will backtrack so we don't have to start a cult by the end of this episode i know i know uh, i mean we mind. could but <laughs> we could. uh you know, i i just want the phrase that i like that i've heard a few times is uh ego death mm. oh yeah that's a good hippie phrase yeah right i i like that it, it's like where have it, you heard heard this or like what are you twitter twitter <laughs> <laughs> okay where for- america goes for spirituality <laughs> <laughs> But I, it's I, a, yeah, yeah. Go, oh, go, go for it. Oh, no, I was going to say, yeah. I, so um, where I have heard ego death a lot is um, uh, in like hippie spiritual communities yeah. where like people are doing whatever that like frog poison is. And you DMT. Like, take, yeah, you we're on the same page. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. When people will do these like experiences with like mushrooms or DMT or whatever. Yeah. And and apparently with that and maybe meditation too, I'm not to go Joe yeah. Rogan on you. You can yeah. look it up. Um, <laughs> but, um, but you can experience ego death, which I think is, yeah, just the idea that, um, the, re- the release it's, oh, there's no way to talk about this. That sounds like a hippie. Just, I know. Pretend just go with it. Robe. Just go pretend with it. In the aforementioned robes, um, <laughs> like releasing the eye and the, like the taking it personally and all that stuff. And yeah. just realizing we're a collective and we're one and whatever. Yeah. And like, but you know, it's like, it sounds really hippie, but it also sounds nice because I think so much of the ego is why we're like in these stories in our head about yeah. like mm-hmm. that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Like all mm-hmm. that shit that we know it, is annoying and doesn't matter. It exactly. basically like gives you another perspective outside of yourself. Yeah. Like yeah. when you can look at yourself from an objective place is what, how I understand it. Yeah. And, and it's like, yeah. you can take, if you like take a bunch of acid, like you can experience ego death and yeah. just like see your life in a different way. And actually like, I was I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think I could date someone who hadn't like done psychedelic drugs because it totally like gives you a it's completely different perspective on your own life. 
And yeah, I love, I love all, <laughs> all three of our like little ego death definitions. I really yeah. love that it went there for us, but yeah. yeah, I think that that's, that's it. And not seeing, cause I think that we do live in like such a society that's like, okay, this is me against everybody else. How do I compare? How do I, how am I doing? Do they like me? Like it, it's, it all has to do with that. And you do reach a point, I think in your own healing or in your own life where you're just like that is so boring and I don't think that that will ever make me happy Mm -hmm. you know yeah and I I think for me my definition would also be a little more literal as well Mm -hmm. in terms of like not just you know I think the way that we care too much about how we're perceived right yeah yeah like to me an ego death would be like no one is thinking about you stop thinking that everyone cares what you're doing all the time and it, that's freeing yeah. in a way where it's like okay I'm gonna kill that part of myself that thinks eyes are on me all the time because they're not and I'm just gonna be myself more and lean into being myself more to attract the people that I really want to attract around yeah. me yeah versus caring so much about how every action I do is being perceived mm-hmm. which is which is so hard though because you know yeah. it's funny like the the word like the idea of the ego is so, you know, when we, when we think about someone having like a big ego or being egotistical, we think of them as like conceited, narcissistic, like all of those things. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because like, I have a lot of moments where I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is this person over there thinking about me? What are they? I just have social anxiety. (laughs) Like I'm not like everyone's looking at me. I'm amazing. I'm like, please don't judge me. Please don't hurt me. It's like, I'm anxious, you know, but it's, it's an, from a a self-conscious place versus like a conceited place. Totally. And the, the concept of the ego is it's healthy. Like you have to have your ego keeps you safe. Mm -hmm. So like you have to have an ego, but it's, it's like it just gives you the 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 second perspective. Like if you can turn it off for a second, it just gives you insight. I mean, I obviously you it. want to have an ego back like at some point. But like the fact yeah. that you go through this little period of <laughs> seeing yourself in a different way. I just want to complete it. Now I'm yeah. we keep saying it. I just want to say EGOT. maybe maybe that's that's when you experience ego death is when you finally egot um, (laughs) i don't think so but that'd be cool that'd be cool bye i'm gonna i'm i'm egotting right now (laughs) yeah exactly maybe that's maybe that's the truest egot growth (laughs) we're inventing words now there's gonna be a whole no it's from 30 rock (laughs) oh oh yeah you haven't heard egot you thought we were making up a word that yes. I made up a word? No, it's Emmy, <laughs> Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Oh. <laughs> wow. I love that I you're just like, it. yeah, sure. Yeah, EGOT. Yeah. Yeah. EGOT. Like, yes, EGOT. EGOT, that's and how I it works. Love- it does make sense. It does make sense, actually. It does. No, I love it. I, I did that with someone the other day. They were like, making a joke about something that I'd said on stage and I thought they were serious and I was like oh my god absolutely and he was like I love you I'm kidding and I was like okay (laughs) (laughs) it's the worst feeling when you're like I was trying to honor your journey and it was you're doing a bit okay Uh, good night (laughs) never mind (laughs) Uh, well anyway anyway (laughs) So you're kind of still in that mode of 
not really actively looking or like trying to date or yeah I think I think so it's like um I don't know I think I think that's I think that's it I think I've just released some of the pressure on myself and I've been more focused and I don't know if it's because I'm writing this book or not but I've been like more focused on my friendships and stuff and like my own relationship with myself I think that's something I've noticed a lot when I've seen some of the same patterns come up with like people I'm dating you don't have to like sequester yourself away like a monk but I think for me sometimes I'm just like oh I'm gonna like take a break and just Mm -hmm. like spend some more time with myself work on my friendships like just kind of not do this thing if it feels bad you know yeah yeah and for the listeners she also has a show called tinder live where she goes on tinder and interacts with people so you so i mean you're always on tinder and i'm always on tinder so i think (laughs) yeah honestly i think i'm at the point with tinder live where because i'm on tinder every single time like i i do the show every month in new york city and then like i go on tour with it so I'm always on, I'm always on dating apps and I'm having these conversations with people. And if one of them turned into something cool, I would be open to it, but they like never do. So Mm -hmm. I'm able to get, I'm able to kind of get a sort of like, I'm still out there in terms of the show. And then I'm having these conversations, but I think it's like, it's turned into something, you know, it ends up being something that's really cool because doing the shows is such a cathartic thing for me and for the audience who just like needs some sort of catharsis from like having these horrible experiences on dating apps. And like, they want to see somebody who isn't afraid and who is like being just as ridiculous as these guys are being. And so I'm able to have that sort of catharsis and Hey, if I'm wrong, I'm open. Like, you know, if I, if, if, cause every now and again, I will, we only swipe right. Just in case people haven't seen the show, we only swipe right on the most ridiculous profiles. You'd never swipe right. on. we're not swiping yeah. on somebody who seems great. Uh, there are so few of those anyway. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we swipe right on somebody who has a ridiculous profile and then he turns out to be really cool. Mm-hmm. And then like the audience is rooting for them. And sometimes I'll set people in the audience up with that person. Like, so there's, there's all those elements of that. And I'm still, I'm still open. I think I've just, I've just let myself off the hook a little bit. I've tried yeah, to be kind of good. the way a lot of men are where they're like, yeah. Eh, I'll meet someone when it happens. I yeah, have until I'm yeah. 60 or 89 yeah. to be viable. Totally. Yeah. I'm like, great, same. <laughs> that sounds like a great place to be, though. Yeah. It's pretty, It's it's it, ta- it took me a long time as somebody who, like, you know, to, to circle it back to that, had a fairly anxious attachment style and, and wanted, was such a hopeless romantic and wanted that so much. But, yeah, again, it just, like, just doing that kind of work to be like, oh, this isn't fun anymore. Mm-hmm. The way I'm doing it is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. But and, like if somebody asks you on a date, like, you'll go. You're not going to be yeah. like, I'm not doing this right now. No, which I always think is so funny. I've been rewatching uh, Sex in the City when I'm high, and I, um, which I think is the only way to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny just seeing whenever you see a TV character who's like, <laughs> Thank you so much, but I'm not dating right now. And the person's like hot as hell. And you're yeah. like, what, is, what are you doing? And it's not like Carrie Bradshaw was ever healthy anyway. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's just so, I don't know. It's just funny seeing that because yeah, if some like hot, awesome person was like, yeah, do you want to like, yes, absolutely. But I think that what it is, is, well, it's two things. And like, I know 
you both know this. I think there's something kind of nice about spending so much time. Oh my god, my dog is, that, is going I, off. Is that is, is that lights? That's lights. Yeah. Well, oh, she can come in. <laughs> there's she's she's lights. It's okay. <laughs> she's like hearing you talk and being like, I want to be in there. No, no? It's, it's there's some there's somebody outside in the hallway. Like oh. my. Yeah, it's I like see. this place is this <laughs> building has turned into like a hotel and it sucks. Oh. And so she's like, Who are all these people coming and going? And I'm like, It's oh. real estate in 2022. It's <laughs> weird lights. You're right. Um, no, she's not even, she doesn't, she won't bark if I'm doing something. She'll bark oh. if someone's outside our door and there's a threat to my life. Oh my um, gosh. That she feels. But um, oh, yeah, so pro- they're probably right in the hallway and she's like, Get out of the hallway. My mom's yeah. doing a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think there's something. Well, should I should I grab her or stop her? Is it too distracting for the sound? I think yeah, you could try. Hold on, we let can, me grab we can her. take a break. <laughs> yeah. But what I was gonna say was like, there's something. There's something I think that's really great about spending so much time looking at horrible dating profiles, looking at horrible messages, seeing other people's horrible interactions, all of these things. Like I spend so much of my time and have spent, you know, so many years, like obviously, um, as you guys have looking at these things, I think it, it's, I think like, even if, even if you don't do that professionally and you just like spend a lot of time seeing it, seeing it online, seeing it on our pages, you know, your friends, whatever, um, you don't feel as like let down and you also don't feel as like easily seduced by something that's like not real. You know what I mean? Like I think for a long time there was this idea that like people like everybody else is having a more fun time on dating apps than you are. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the cool things about what we both do is like completely dispel that. Like, no, it's actually like pretty horrible for most of us. Most of the time, you're not alone. You're not doing something wrong. There's a lot of garbage. It sucks. It just sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think, but I think that's really important when it comes to dating because it is really seductive. Even as somebody who looks at this stuff all the time, you know, you got, you got babooned and (laughs) (laughs) you got babooned and, and, and I, but like, it's so tempting to be like, oh, if I download it one more time, if I do mm-hmm. this again, if mm-hmm. I go to this thing, yeah. it's going to be a different experience. And it might be, but I think that that it, it can be, I guess like it's been, it's been helpful for me doing that work, I think to kind of yeah. take a step back. Cause I hear from women, especially who will be like, what do I do if like, I just feel really burnt out in this process. And I mm-hmm. always say like, stop yeah like there's nothing you're doing wrong just stop for a while no like statistically 95 or more people percent of the people on there suck <laughs> like yeah like that's just how it is like no one is having a good time like no one's really having a good time the ones that are god bless them but you know yeah. even some people i always compare dating apps to a casino like some people yeah. win sometimes that doesn't mean yeah. you're gonna win exactly it's not what you should put all your stock in no if right. you are wanting no. to date again and most of the time you're gonna lose money you just yeah. are because yeah. the house always wins like yeah. it's gonna have to let a couple people win here and there yeah. yeah, but it's probably not going to be you. <laughs> well, I want to I want to say like uh, so like obviously I've been single for 10 years, gone through sh- shit um completely and then you know, 
being babooned. I know, we're um, just making it. It's canon now. Now we're, we're just, we are actually creating words. Yeah. Um, Is that when a guy just like shows you their ass or something? I think so. Yeah. That's what I keep thinking of. Like, he yeah. showed his ass. He did. He and showed I, his ass. He showed I, his ass. Literally exactly. or figuratively. Yes, it could be either one. If you didn't want to see the ass or he showed his ass. Yeah. It works, and we've all been babooned <laughs> in we've our lives. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah, so he really did baboon me, though. Um, <laughs> but now looking back, and I, it took me a while to get over it. I was very broken up about it. But now looking back, I have a boyfriend now for the first time in 10 years. Yes. But looking back, I was like, I am actually so glad that he broke up with me because he was, he told me, yep. he literally told me, I'm, I don't want to waste your time. And I didn't understand why at the time. And I th- I mean, he said he was avoidant, but he, I think he really just had it. He had not done that work on himself and he knew it. Yeah. He that's just, good though. I think he's, I think he's on the way to doing it. I think he's on the right path. I just yeah. don't think he's there yet. Um, and so, yeah. like, I don't want to, I don't want to like blame him and be like, oh, he's a piece of shit. But like, yeah. I mean, kind of was a little bit but (laughs) (laughs) but not intentionally yeah but but now looking back I'm like oh I'm so glad that that happened because now I met the person that I'm with now and we both went through so much shit like a few months before we met uh, someone ghosted him (laughs) and like like they were dating for like five months and ghosted him yeah um and so he's been through shit and he's he truly has like dated a lot of people and he's like I'm sick of it I we're like on the same level like we have both done so much of this work and yeah I, I yeah. let I don't know what I don't know where I'm going it with just this, but go, more goes to show like the right person yeah it won't be a struggle yeah well that's the thing and I, and I I thoroughly thoroughly believe that that is the case yeah. and so you know all those people who are like oh I thought I was good but I'm not like okay mm-hmm. you know it's tough because it's like you have compassion for that of like yeah. oh like you're not there yet I get it but it's still okay to be hurt yeah. by that yeah. and be like like cuz that's the thing I think there are some people who will be like oh well I thought I was fine but I'm not fine Anyway, because I said that, don't be hurt. And it's like, no, I, it's still hurtful. And that's that, like, that's the funniest thing to me. And that's something that like is, can be so frustrating to me when people are like, oh, well, that's just the way that I am. And that's because of my, like, Mm -hmm. I think it's like, it's okay to have reasons for why we do things and reasons why we reacted in hurtful ways, but it doesn't eclipse the hurt. Like sometimes people don't want you to be hurt by what they did because they did it from a hurt place. And it's like, well, no shit. You did it from a hurt place. It still hurt me. It doesn't. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? But sometimes you have to hurt someone in order to do what's best because yes. like you have to like let them go because you know it's that you oh, know no, totally. it's like, but you have to hold space for the fact that like yeah. they can still be like that still hurt them like yeah, I still hurt yeah, someone totally. even if I didn't intend to even if I didn't want to even yep. if I was dealing with my own shit that's yeah. all I'm saying because sometimes people are like what well that's just what I had to do like yeah. I know it hurt you but that's what I needed so whatever yeah. and I'm like no 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 like if you yeah. still want accountability in a relationship with this person both feelings have to matter. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 I think um, 
That makes a lot of sense. Um, like I'm saying, like you know, it, it's it's okay to like you know for you to feel like oh this person was healing and I don't hate them, but I'm still kind of pissed off. Like that's oh fine. yeah, yeah. I oh, think yeah. that's I think that's yeah. reasonable. <laughs> and yeah. I, you know, I think another thing too is like something that I in my early 20s I would get just so I would be hurt I would be angry and I would vilify that person who hurt me and something that I've learned in time is to be like you can also hold a place for like okay this person hurt me and I don't really like them right now but I don't think they're an evil person I don't think yeah. they're a bad person they probably could be good in a relationship to somebody else yeah and you know kind yeah. of admitting those things and being like at the end of the day the connection just wasn't there the way that it'll probably be for somebody else and not being like, watch out ladies, this guy. Yeah, yeah exactly. He will manipulate you. Da, da, da. It's like, maybe yeah. he probably won't do that to someone who he really likes. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. just didn't really no, like and me, that's you the, know? Like, I, like, my boyfriend has been like, oh, I used to be shitty. Like, I used to, like, you know, like, I've done things that were mean to girls too, but, like, I just, like, I'm I'm actively working on myself and now I see what I was doing. Yeah. And like Yeah. You know, obviously like very awful things like yes, that's bad, but if it's just stuff that's like oh, he yes. ghosted me, yes. like, like things like that yeah. where it's like that that doesn't make an evil person. Yeah. It just makes somebody who who probably doesn't know themselves. Doesn't Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well that's the I don't know how that became such a like you know, I mean, I have a lot of ghosting, feel, like, feelings about ghosting and stuff, but I don't mm. know how that became such a thing where it was like, oh, my gosh, like, this this guy is evil. He ghosted me. And I'm like, mm. I, like He just doesn't know how to communicate. Like, right. Like, it, it sucks. He doesn't have the but I skills. Don't think, yeah, I don't think that's, like, a five-alarm fire yeah. for, like, <laughs> warning, ladies. He's going to be really pleasant to you. And then after one date, you might not hear from him. I hope you're okay with that. You may want to <laughs> lock your doors. Like, what? Where did, how did we get there? Like, I don't know. I, I know there's like a lot of variations of that. But when and that's people another ask, like, ego that's... death that you have yes. to deal with. Is like, face the fact that th they just didn't like you. Yeah. They weren't that into you. Like, you know. I know. It, that's... it fucking sucks. Because you know what? Sucks. I've. I've, I've had to like, and again, there's like, there's levels of this. But I've had people where it was like. You know, I went on like a first date with somebody. It was really great. Then they were kind of being crappy to me. And I was like, well, let's go on another date. But they're being crappy to me. They're being flaky. I don't understand what's going on. Second date was not that great. I'm not going to talk to them again. That's not anything. That's not anything wrong with that. It was literally just like, oh, you had a great start. You got really like murky and weird on me. Mm -hmm. We had a really boring second date. I'm not going to be texting you anymore. Like you yeah. showed me, you have babooned me. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> you showed your ass. Uh -huh. yeah. I, think I did not like it. I did not like your ass. Not I think me. that is the secret to being good at online dating though, is being able to let go of people really quickly and like, Oh, this yes. didn't work. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like, which is, is a hard, which can be really, really hard. And I think yeah. that that was something especially that was really for anxious me. people. Yeah, because it was <laughs> like, and also for, I don't know, somebody who just kind of wants it to be like, I just kind of, I think it's easy, particularly we do this with 
women were like, it's, it's a, it's like a box to be checked. Like we want the dating stuff to be over with. We want to complete it, you know? And I wanted it to be complete. I didn't want to have to keep waiting and doing all this other shit. I wanted it to be done. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're trying to do it like that, it's a lot harder to let someone go. Cause you're like, I just yeah. like the number of times I've just been like, can you just be my soulmate? I'm so tired. Yeah. yeah. And then you hold on to people too hard. You know, I know I, I have done that. I've done it so many times yes. because, because also as, as women and people yeah. that like are go getters, mm-hmm. um, we want to try to control everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we want to go out there and get what we want and like, you know, actively, get the thing it's like you want it to be efficient also at a certain point you're just like I don't want to spend this much time on this I'm getting diminishing returns like exactly but unfortunately apparently that's not how dating works like you (laughs) can't control everything no but you know a lot of those like 90s uh self-help books that were marketed to women were just like here's how to do it ladies here's how to yeah Get your husband in three, doesn't matter, in three months or less, doesn't matter if he's good, just check the box. Yeah. And women were like, okay, I'm so tired. Yeah. And they're probably all divorced, but, you know, they did it. If it even yeah. worked. Did it. Here's yeah. how you right. got to do it. You have to be a complete bitch. And then. Yeah, be a complete bitch, but being... also be completely submissive. Yes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll have him eating out of your hand. Yeah. Yeah. Or feeding you scraps and then you're a good. Oh my God. I saw like a viral video today that was like a, a woman giving, uh, I don't know if it was a viral video. I kind of hope it wasn't, but it was like this woman talking about how she like met her husband. Like she specifically was like, oh, I'm going to get a bunch of jobs to try to marry my boss so I can be a housewife and stop working. And I was like, mm. what? like it was just. It was weird. I don't know. Someone was tweeting about it today and it was just someone being like, you know, like you go in there and like you get a job being like, you know, a powerful man's assistant and you're really submissive to him and then he makes you his wife and then you get a sweet deal. You get to sit at home and pop out kids. And I was just like, what decade are we in? Like, that's valid if that's what you want to do. But like, it was just weird to see someone talking as though they've invented patriarchy. I was like, that's (laughs) not... You think you, because she was like, women, why don't women get this? Why don't more women do this? And I was like, ah, like. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. But it's, well, it is, it is seductive. Going again, so forwards, it's going backwards. I think yeah. so. But it's like, yeah. And it's like tough because you want to be like, all right, yeah, that's like valid. But what is happening? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's strange. Yeah. It's strange. Oof. Yeah. I get it. They want it to be. They want it to be over. I think it's just like it's interesting yeah. seeing all the different shades of like women who are trying to tap out of this circle. Whether that means marrying yeah. somebody they don't really like or changing. Because she literally said she was like, "I changed myself into another person, and that's how I did this." And I'm like, Ugh. ah. And it's something that so many women we know innately. We know if I changed myself into somebody completely different, I could be this kind of person with this kind of life. And the world would work maybe better for me. There would be mm-hmm. comfort there at the end of the day. <laughs> would you be happy? That's another, that's a whole <laughs> other thing. But I don't know. But it's, but it's, but again, it all comes from this idea that like our being single is like a pro, a problem to solve sure. and, yeah. and for women yep. specifically. Cause men, it's just like, eh, you can dabble, do whatever you want. But with women, it's like, 
all right, how, how are you working to solve the crisis of you're not being married? How are you working to address that every day? Yeah. Just wild. Exactly. Oof. Well, shit. I think we covered a lot of ground here. Yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> we really did, points. actually. <laughs> yeah. We went in. We invented we terms. Hard. We started a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh thank yeah. you so much for speaking oh with God. us hanging out yeah with us. always always the joy always yeah Appreciate um, it. where can people follow you and do you have anything else that you would like to plug <laughs> yeah um i'm uh, on twitter and instagram and tiktok and all those places at hello lane Moore, and i post um a lot of um chaotic profiles and uh tour dates and stuff at tinder live um on instagram and, um, yeah, I'm going to be, I do my Tinder live show every single month in New York city. And I also go on tour and I live stream a lot of my shows. So you can watch those too. And then I'll be in Portland, Oregon, July 8th. So that will be really fun. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Are you going to, are you coming through, uh, LA anytime in the next year? I hope it's just been so it's been so weird like yeah. just every city has been different back and forth so I hope mm-hmm. I hope I'll be able to be back through LA again soon even if it's just to like come and hang out which would be really nice yeah. but yeah I'm hoping now as things are getting maybe better I don't know I keep seeing like it's everything's gonna shut down again next week and I'm like uh, I cannot participate in this dialogue yeah. any <laughs> anymore but yeah it's like yeah hopefully and then I think too like once the oh yeah um uh my second book is will be coming out next year but I'm sure I'll talk to you yeah yeah before then we'll, we'll have anyway. you back we'll have you back when that comes out <laughs> oh yeah I'm For sure, I'll, sure. Have, I'll have a lot more rage but in different places <laughs> <laughs> that's what life is <laughs> exactly well oh my gosh it was so great to talk to you and so great to catch so up um, that's it for this week we'll see you next week bye if you liked the episode be sure to subscribe rate review and or share it with a friend if you really want to support us subscribe to our patreon where you can access early commercial free episodes weekly mini episodes and unlock the full back catalog of bonus content submit a question or story to our number 323-435-6919 special thanks to our producer jack for creating all of the original music 